0: Hi everyone, welcome to the transfer experience podcast, a podcast in which we talk about our transfer experience and walk you through the process from the start to the finish. Whether you just started community college or you are already attending, we hope that for those of you who want to transfer, you'll be able to relate to our conversations and take something away from them. My name is Chanyang, I also go by Paul.
1: My name is Brielle.
0: I'm Max. And this is episode two, in which we'll go over things we wish we knew. Uh, before we get started, let's check in with how everyone is doing so far. Um Max, I know you, you had something you wanted to share.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, what is something you picked up since Corona? Like a hobby or, you know, anything new, any new habits you picked up?
1: I have been doing a lot of baking. I've been doing a lot of reading. Um... Uh, As for baking, I like making banana breads. I like making pies and crumbles and things of the sorts. Um, Yeah, doing trying to read a couple of books per month. Honestly, feeling a little bit slow on that because I've been super busy with applying to jobs, but those are some things that I've been working on in quarantine.
0: For me, um, I've been trying out a bunch of things and seeing which one really stick in terms of my... I guess things that I I would keep doing. One thing that's stuck with me so far is learning guitar. I bought a guitar for the first time during quarantine. And I've been playing it every time I'm bored or sad. And it's been really great. (laughs) It's it's very therapeutic. And it's a way to sort of de-stress and relax my mind. I've also picked up reading again. I used to be a big time reader when I was a kid. I think I still had like... I I was one of those kids who had like the highest airports in class. I, I usually just... I was always reading. He said AR? I sort of... Accelerated yeah. reader?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, like, in middle school, right? For me, it was in elementary. I don't think oh, we okay. did AR in middle school. I, I wish, wish. We might have had AR my... or something else. I can't remember what it was called in middle school, but I only read, like, Percy Jackson and stuff, dude.
0: Yo, Percy Jackson books are so <laughs> good, though. Oh,
2: my. <laughs> Paul, have, for, like, on the guitar, are mm-hmm. you doing the learning guitars and, like, you're just learning songs you want to learn? Or did you actually, like, learn how to play... Like you know, all the chords and everything.
0: Yeah. So in the beginning, I enrolled in an online class to learn all the chords and whatnot. Um, I also had learned a little bit back in high school, so like I was a completely like a beginner. But yeah, lately I've been just learning songs that I, I really want to pick up. Lately, it's been like K-pop songs. But yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> How are the acoustic <laughs> covers of K-pop songs coming along?
0: Not cover, cause I can't sing. <laughs> um, just fing like just chords and like fingerstyle, like tabs. Yeah, I wish I could sing. That's, I think, on the, next on the list, way later. But, yeah, and I've been just reading a lot. I've read 54 books so far during, quor- during quarantine.
2: <laughs> since May, you've read 50 books? Since March, March. I think I've read
0: 50, yeah, 50, 53,
2: 54 books. Um, yeah, <laughs> what about you, Matt? So, something I've been trying to do since quarantine is also reading. Mm-hmm. But unlike Paul and Brielle, I am not reading multiple books a month. I have I've bought five books, and I've finished one that was basically a kid's book that has drawings. And I have been reading Michelle Obama's Becoming oh, for a thought. month or two. And I'm mm-hmm. only a quarter of the way done, where I'm sure Brielle and Paul would be done in, like, maybe a week at most. But, yeah, so we built different, that's for sure. <laughs> um, also, something I've been wanting to do for a while now is learn how to play piano. Um, oh, I was in band in like high school, middle school and elementary school, but kind of a stupid thing is like I don't technically know how to read music. Um I learned how when I played in high school and stuff I did like trombone and I just learned where my hand was supposed to go. But I mm-hmm. didn't like it wasn't like, "Oh, on the on the on the sheet music that's an A. In my head it was, "Oh, that's a 4. Like I need my hand in fourth <laughs> position." Yeah. And because of that, <laughs> I technically don't know how to read music, so I want to learn piano, but I don't know how to read music, so I kind of have to start at, like, you know, square zero, I guess. And yeah, I think my friend's going to let me borrow his piano, so that, that'll be cool to pick up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been
0: looking into that a little bit, too. I've been looking on Amazon for, like, piano adult beginner books, because we
2: have a piano at home. I just never had the chance to learn it, even though my mom used to be a piano teacher. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, yeah. I wanted to pick it up because like I was listening. I think Paul, I've mentioned like offline TV to you, and like Lily Pichu is yeah, like one yeah, of the people, yeah. and like she plays the piano all the time, <laughs> uh-huh. and like her and another girl like sang this song that happened to be from an anime that I wasn't aware of, and like uh-huh. I listened to it, and that shit, that shit makes me emotional, bro. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to be on that level. And then there's like all the Studio Ghibli film always have like a lot right. of really like beautiful piano, uh, like One Summer's Day from Spirited Away and stuff mm. like that shit just hurts and I- i'm trying to also <laughs> emit that feeling gotcha yeah. cool so we're all doing you know all of us are reading more yeah some faster than others some slower sure <laughs> Riel's picked up baking i have actually decreased my amount of cooking and baking since moving home from university but
0: cool oh man Wait, do you still cook, Max? I remember that was you, right? It was at your place where that, like, yeah. the jar of pickles and, yeah. like,
2: yeah, yeah, we we, we cooked together. Yeah, I had some fermented, you know, I think it's called sunomono, Um which is mm, like Japanese pickles. Salad. Yeah, cucumber salad and stuff. Um, I had Brielle, Paul, and some of our other co workers come over, and I already had some fermented pickles. Pre COVID, pre COVID, pre COVID, yeah. <laughs> um, I had some, yeah, fermented cucumbers, which I guess are just pickles. Um, and then we made chicken karage that took like freaking like two hours to do. It took so long because my kitchen is like made for like one person and we had like six people oh, in yeah. there trying to cook. But it was fun. forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. That was a fun, fun you, memory. You
1: know what's funny? Is this something that we'll never be able to do again? Is like <laughs> we were all sharing drinks. And that's just such a pre COVID type yeah. of thing. We had I two, forgot about that. I think we had two actual cups poured, but. Like, Paul and I were drinking the same one all night. Max and Angela were drinking from the same one all night. It's just like that's such a pre-COVID <laughs> thing that we'll never really feel comfortable doing again. It's just all of us were straight up drinking the same thing all night from the same cup. No big right, deal.
0: We didn't even think about it. No. It's just yeah, COVID.
1: <laughs> we're gross.
0: Um, yeah, so I guess we could go into the episode. Um, This episode is titled... Things we wish we knew. I think we're going to call it three things we wish we knew. I think we're going to settle on three.
2: Three well, yeah, each. So I, uh-huh. Three each. What's up, right?
0: Max? Yes, three each. So we're, we're just going to go over things that you know, we wish we had known about college or before starting coming into college. Does anyone want to start us off?
2: I guess I could start off because my first one kind of fits, I guess, like timeline wise. Mm-hmm. Something I didn't know, something I wish I had known is when you're in high school, at least in California. When you are in high school, you can take summer classes at your community college for free that count as actual college units. So I had met friends in high school and stuff that were like two years ahead in math of where I was. And I was already like a year ahead. And I was like, how did what are they doing? And I got close with some of the guys and they told me like, oh, yeah, like we just take we took calculus over summer at the local community college for free. I was like, what? Like, that's a thing. Like they literally that that is a cheat code to high school and to eventually your college career. So definitely take advantage of that if you can. I feel like you're kind of less busy in high school than you, you might be during your community college life. So yeah, that, that's something I would definitely recommend you guys check out if you're in high school still.
0: Right, okay, out of curiosity though, would that
2: classwork, that level feel okay to high school students? It wouldn't be too hard? That's a great point. I guess it kind of depends on the class. Um, if you're doing like an English course, it might be like, you know, something you're a little more used to, but like, let's say you're a freshman in high school, I want to get ahead and you decide to take a introductory computer science course or something that you've never taken before. It might be a little more challenging, but at Hmm. least at my community college, um, it was common to have like high schoolers in the classes. Um, Uh, so I feel like the professors and everything were kind of used to that. And if those students needed more support, they either sought it at the JC or at their high school. So of course it's always super dependent on, you know where your high school is, where you're going to community college, your own personal level of like intelligence and effort. But yeah. And
0: I know we touched on, I guess, the last episode, but so that class you take in that summer, that also could count towards that, right?
2: Yeah, I think it's it's similar to like the AP and IP thing, or AP and IB courses where like in your university, you might not have like whatever English AP as like a college course, but you take that in high school and it counts as an English unit. And it's similar to that where you might take a math calc cor- a calculus course at your community college when you're in high school. And that kind of counts as like a math thing for your IGETC. Or it might even Gosh, count for yeah. your major. I'm not 100% sure. Definitely something you want to talk to advisors about. But something I think is, uh, definitely puts you at like an advantage. Right.
1: Yeah, I can definitely remember um, being in high school. There was a guy who had transferred schools. Um, I think it was. Maybe it was actually in middle school. He was the new kid, and he was taking calculus um at the community college every day at eight thirty so he wouldn't come to school until the mid afternoon when all of us were on our like our um snack break for the day or like our mm-hmm. fifteen minute passing period. He would then arrive from the local community college after taking calculus and we were either in middle school or high school it was super super early on. I had no idea that was a thing so if I could have taken advantage of that, I totally would have. And that kind of leads me into my next point is like taking advantage of opportunities to get community college stuff done more affordably. I know that as of 2019 that or 2019 in 2019, Governor Gavin Newsom signed that students who distribute or distribute who display financial need are able to attend community college for two years for free that is something that i would have taken advantage had i known about it at the time and i know my brother has been attending community college for free um because he started around 2018 so he was able to take on that a little bit later but yes if you show that you have significant financial need whether you're a pell grant recipient or you submit a dream act application or a fafsa application and you receive some kind of financial aid, you might actually be able to attend your first two years at community college entirely for free. And for a lot of people who want to get in and get out of community college, that's the perfect timeline to transfer to another university. So you could have gone those whole first two years entirely for free. I know that only covers tuition though, so they also have to consider books and fees and other things like that. But If finances are a concern to you, looking into how you can attend a California Community College free would be a great opportunity for a new community college student.
2: Brielle, also you mentioned like the display of financial aid and obviously we're not financial aid people, but you did say like FAFSA, PAL grant. Can you maybe break down what those words mean for people in case Mm -hmm. nobody knows what the FAFSA is? Because I didn't know about it before like attending JC. Yeah. Yeah. So the
1: FAFSA is a federal student... Or federal application for student aid or something. Is that nice. how? I did not federal know the full.
2: <laughs> I did not know the full thing. Holy shit.
1: We love acronyms. I
2: was just gonna um, say it's a financial aid form.
1: <laughs> it is the financial aid form. It is a an online application that you submit every year that you are in college to basically show the federal government how much money your household makes or how much money you make and how much you're able to pay for college, and they'll be able to determine at that point if you're attending a public school, will you be a recipient of financial aid from the federal government? And if not, you could also determine your state financial aid from that form. Um, and even that's your schools could use that form to decide on scholarships that they'll provide to you privately. So it's a very important thing for college students to pay attention to there's certain deadlines for priority and there's certain ways to list your schools on those um applications so you can receive the most aid from certain schools and like rank your preference so submitting that every year that you are attending college community college or a later university is extremely important a Pell grant is just another type of um form of aid that is administered to you after filling out the fafsa i believe that one's based on a state basis or if it's government i don't know if it's federal or state but it's One a government aid it's a form of government aid it's not private um and if you fill out the dream act forms um which is similar to the fafsa it helps uh students who are not considered what is it undocumented undocumented students um also have access to financial aid
2: similar financial aid yeah, always get your FAFSA done, dude, even if you don't think yeah. you're going to get money. I'm pretty sure FAFSA is like nationwide. It's not a California thing. Um, and I right. think like even like the private schools and everything use the FAFSA. So always do it. Do it on time. Don't wait till the last second. And write down your passwords on your phone, dude. I remember like every year <laughs> I would forget my FAFSA username. I'm pretty sure, like you need your parents account too or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, always do the FAFSA, man. It's important. Guys, use a password manager if you can yeah, I Password Managers. Yeah, Password Manager. Things
1: um, I wish I knew in community college. Use Password Manager. Yeah.
2: Password Managers are like extensions um, for your internet browsers. Google Chrome is probably the one that us three use. And um, uh, Paul, what's what's some of the Password Manager names you use? I can't remember. The one that I use and pay for is called 1Password.
0: One pass, There's a yeah. monthly subscription fee. It's like $3, but I think it's worth it. Um,
2: not sponsored, uh, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, not sponsored.
2: Unless they I want... Mean,
0: I, yeah, we'd love to be, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um we have finances. I think the more, the more active you're on it, the better it will be for you. There's literally no downsides to it, so... Um, yeah, and the thing for me that I wish I knew back in community college was social life. It doesn't have to be bad in community college. That was the impression I had going into it. People... I heard from people that, you know, people around me that it's it's a commuting experience for the most part. And so there's not gonna be that many people who want to be involved and, you know, make that many friends. But that's not always the case. Um I after I joined the Honors Transfer Program and I found other people who want to transfer like I did, I made a great, great network of friends. We ended up doing a lot of things together. We ended up going to movies and hanging out together. So, yeah, that community college social life experience, it's there, I think, if you find the right people who are interested in the similar things that you are, especially for transferring, too. So, yeah, that's one thing I wish I knew earlier. I think it took me two semesters to really be active and get to know people. And getting to know people. But, yeah, it took me a while. I wish we knew how I knew that earlier.
2: Yeah, I think in my first semester, I have, like, friends, you know what I mean? Like, people you talk to in cl- You have, like... Let's say you're in a class where you don't know anybody, right? Like, I think we all mm-hmm. had to do, like, some kind of science, even though all three of us did. Brielle did sociology, yeah, we're not, quality, STEM, poly we're not uh-huh. STEM, right? But part of your <laughs> I guess is you have to do some kind of science. Mm-hmm. And, like, so there's those classes where they're not your major classes, but, like, you kind of just have to be in them. And you meet that person, right? That, like, you're not really friends friends with them, but you're friends in class with them, right? Uh-huh, you guys, uh-huh. Did you guys have those? Yeah, I think I had always. plenty of those. Like, always had at least one Uh And, like, you know, you get their number in case, like, you miss class or they miss class. Typical stuff like that. And I think, like, other than that, I probably only made, like, two friends friends that I, like, kept up with even after transferring and everything. And I I also definitely wish, like, I got to know more people, maybe, see how they're doing and everything. And, yeah, because it's it's about building your network, even at university, which is potentially even more important.
0: Yeah, and looking back, like, okay, even the people that I roomed with in my first year at Cal... Uh, those are my friends from Community College. We all transferred together. We all decided to room together. yeah, it was a good experience,
2: yeah. not just getting involved like for the social aspect, but also there is like the professional element um mm. clubs, like what what was the club you said you were part of, Paul for the transfer thing?
0: Yeah. so honors transfer program, that wasn't a club. It was more of a program for people who wanted to transfer. But I was also, you know, in a few clubs. And I guess this this goes to my second point, um which was, Second thing I wish I knew was I um, should have gotten involved more. I, I I already think I did to a good amount, but I still think I could have done more. Um, you asked about what clubs I was in, Max. I was in Political Science Students Association, and I was in Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society, I Same. think. Same. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's the Honor Society for two-year institutions, for those of you who don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, I was really involved in those two, I think, yeah, so I became president of the PSSA, and right. I, I became vice president in PTK. Okay. Um, and not, honestly, not because I, I think I was, you know, that well qualified. It was just more because in community college, all, a lot of the clubs, the member sizes are small, officer sizes are small. So there's a lot of opportunities for you to join and, and be that. There are not that many people fighting to become, like, to take that position. There's a lot of spots open. So I think that's one thing I'd highly encourage. Get involved soon. And it will be really easier to. I think it's harder once you come to schools like Berkeley, where there's a huge member size, right? And there's a lot of people fiending for those spots. You have to go through interviews. I didn't have to go through interviews in community college for position, so
2: yeah. Yeah, I think that could kind of it leads nicely into what I wanted to talk about when you talk about at the community college level, it's not as competitive almost. um, which kind of leads to when we talk about financial aid and everything. So, you fill out your FAFSA so you can qualify for different forms of aid. And there's also independent scholarships, which aren't necessarily mm. directly related to filling out your FAFSA. Um, and there are plenty at the community college level. There are websites like, oh man, I can't remember. There, there's a website like anybody can look at the scholarships online. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like I, Fast web or familiar. something? Yeah, Fast yeah. Webs yeah. Yeah, web or something is like a website where you can check out and there's plenty of websites similar to it where you fill out some essay and then you submit it and you hopefully get it. And there's probably like five to 10,000 people going for it. Um, And of course, there's like kind of the bigger ones where I think like I remember seeing like Coca-Cola had a scholarship or something like that. Uh, But at least at my community college, I think I might have talked about this last episode. Uh, My community college had its own book of scholarships for the local community colleges only. So there uh-huh. was ones where like only people at Solano Community College where I attended qualified and students from a neighboring community college, Napa Valley College, qualified. So that pool went from five to ten thousand students to like maybe, you know, whatever those two student populations were. But in my opinion, like only like ten students were looking at the scholarships from right. the community college. <laughs> yeah. And you, you'll you'll hear stories where people say, Yeah, I got this scholarship for being like Native American and I'm asian and like i just got it because nobody applied i don't know how i feel about people that do yeah. that honestly <laughs> i'm not saying you should do that but it, it, it's kind of supporting this idea i have about like there are plenty right. of scholarships out there especially at the community college level where people just aren't applying to them because they don't know they exist so i think i saved up about two thousand dollars just through scholarships which isn't a lot of money but you know it helped cover like two months of rent at the university and i just say that and i'm pretty sure like not like shitting on whoever gave me the scholarship, but I'm pretty sure like there weren't, you know, I was qualified to an extent, but like, I just don't think there are a huge pool of people applying for those scholarships at that level. Yeah. And it's scholarships awesome. are money you could spend anywhere. You could, I wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> yeah. I I saved my money for rent and I think I had to use it for like a car problem. You could buy a play, PS5 if you want it. Like you, you, you your scholarship money goes to whatever you want and whatever you need. Hopefully you use it for something a little, you know, more serious, but yeah. Uh, PS5. Did you guys see the new Harry Potter game? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a PS5 <laughs> and get the game.
0: But um anyway, Brielle, did you also apply for scholarships during community college? I don't think I did. I wish I did. I don't think I really knew about it back then.
1: Yeah, I did not. Um and I, I can't even think of anything that I No. Ah. I didn't receive any financial aid or any scholarships or anything during community college
2: gotcha a lot of scholarships go um based on when we talk about fafsa and everything typically financial aid is given out on need-based meaning like if your household is like lower income you're more likely to get more financial aid and there are scholarships that are similar um, need-based as well but i think where i was applying and stuff for the scholarships they had nothing about need-based it was really like are you trying to transfer Oh, you qualify for this scholarship. Are you just going for an associate's at this level? Yeah, you qualify for this. Did you go to this high school in Fairfield? Oh, you qualify for this. Mm. So it, it's not necessarily need-based, but, you know, just check out check out what's available. Yeah. and I, Yeah, because there has to be
0: way more than you think. With yeah, exactly. small applicant pool than you think in community colleges. Yeah. yeah what was your next, I guess... Second thing you wish we knew back then.
1: Um, The second thing that I wish I had known during the community college era of my life is that it's a good time to pick up new hobbies or participate in activities that you find interesting or things that might. Add to your applicant profile to the schools that you're looking into. It's not required that you include all those types of things on your applications, but just because it's a good time to do it um, is enough reason alone. So I wish I had known that I didn't just need to get a job. So at the time when I was in community college, I was a tutor. Um, I tutored K through twelve students in various subjects, and I was also a library aide. So I did all the shelving of materials, I checked in, checked out, worked. The op- I operated the technology in the back of the library and all that kind of stuff. But I could have spent a lot of time taking dance classes if I wanted to, or learning a new craft or new archery. Recipes. Archery. archery, like in Max's case, <laughs> there's so many things that I could have done with the time. That I had in community college that I will never really get back, um, especially because half of the courses that I took in community college were online. So I really did spend a lot of time hanging out with friends, just like doing whatever, which is a good thing to do whenever you're young and you're in community college and you're trying to figure your life out. But at the same time, I could have also set myself up for future opportunities by taking advantage of more things like um clubs, organizations, honor societies, um. Even just hobbies and activities that I think would add to my life personally, and not just in the college setting. I think especially because we're talking about this during a COVID semester, a COVID year, that that would be even more resonant for students who are attending community college for the first time, because most likely everything is online if you're attending in California, and it's a great opportunity to not sit at home and like, rot away in your bedroom, because that's what I would have done if this were happening to me during community college. It's a good time to, even at home, if you like exercising, figure out a new workout routine. Maybe subscribe to a discounted workout program that's geared towards college students. Like, those are things that you can totally do with your time when you're in community college, because you're not walking around a campus, you're not living on campus, you're not commuting right now, most likely because of everything that's going on. And there's a lot more time in the day when you're a community college student than when you're a university student. So I would recommend if you, obviously this is different for every student, it's unique to every student. And if you're working or you have someone you have to take care of at home or you have unique circumstances that would make this more difficult, totally take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But I think there's really no time in my life as available as when I was in community college. And I would have liked to use that time more effectively.
2: I also have like a mini tip that kind of came from your discussion, Bria, when you talked about subscribing to a discounted workout program. Whenever you need to buy anything, Google search student discount along with whatever you're searching. Mm-hmm. Apple has a student discount. It's probably like two or $300 off. I think like MacBooks, iPads, iPhones. It's like on yeah. other products, you get a discount of some sort. Um, Spotify student discount. I think it's shoot, $5 for three months or something like that. And included with that is a free subscription to Hulu. Like, <laughs> yeah, not sponsored by the way always search up <laughs> for whatever for whatever yes Spotify please um whatever you're looking for <laughs> always search the words student discount after that um there's a really popular drone brand called DJI um that people like film with and there is a DJI student store where you get a 10% discount on their products Razer gaming gear has a student store just always look it up even if it's some small company just search it cuz you could save 100 dollars for putting in your email into their thing and immediately unsubscribe from their emails. (laughs) Just do it. It's very simple.
0: Right. And oftentimes even the school itself sort of has like free suite of softwares that they offer you, right? Like Berkeley certainly did. And I also know my community college did with Microsoft and Adobe programs. So yeah.
2: Oh man. I wonder if my JC had that and I just didn't know (laughs) that's rough. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think I could go off of what Brielle said. Like she said, community college, I don't think I've I had that much time. I don't think I had that much time any, like, since then. Um, it's a perfect time to try out new things. And honestly, I wish I sort of tried out other study methods at that time. Um, I ended up trying them out after I came to Berkeley things, to see which, you know, which one worked best with me. For instance, learning about Active Recall. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but Active Please Recall... Please inform us, yes. Active Recall changed my life. It boosted my grades wow, so higher. That's up. a big testament, yeah, it, Paul. It, it's a big, it's a big <laughs> claim, I know. Um, You know, there, there's a better video about this if you guys want to check that out. it's I think it's by Ali Abdal. He made a video about this on YouTube. But basically, Active Recall, it's the idea that you learn not by putting stuff into your head, but by continuously taking them out. So... If you have to memorize a certain fact, you don't keep rereading it, you read it and then you practice recalling that memory. So it's called active recall because the, the more times you re- recall that memory, the more it's embedded into you. But anyway, yeah, so I would have tried out new study methods. I um, would also have experimented more with classes. Um, I think I mostly took political science, history and a few science classes. I tried out a CS class and that was really hard.
2: Always.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it was tough, but I really liked it. And I think I should have experimented more. I wish I took more classes in communication, public speaking. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I also wish I took more physics class because I ended up really, I ended up enjoying the one that I did take. It was hard. It was hard. But in comparison to political science, where a lot of it is probabilistic science, physics, it was just, you learn how the world works, and it will always work that way. So it was really cool for me. So yeah, I would have experimented more.
1: Now that I think about it, I think the method that worked best for me, um, both in community college and at Cal, is I really like to discuss what I think I know. Um, and there were a lot of cases at Cal where I had some really good friends in my classes where I would get together with them in a group setting the hour before and. An exam or the day before even or both. Um, And we would teach each other what we knew. And oftentimes that would help us to really like for, for the other people in the group work out what they didn't know and confirm what I thought I knew. Uh, by teaching it to them, so that's a method that I learned later in life that would have been really good to know in community college. I think I did it a little bit, but with my parents, really. Um, I don't remember ever doing study groups and talking over course content in order to f- be more successful in community college. But sometimes I would say, "I have an exam tomorrow. Like, can I just tell you what like I think I know?" So s- just like how some people like to do flashcards and it's reciting what you think you know, if you have it in a discussion format with other people in a classroom or who maybe don't know as much about the subject as you or maybe they know just as much so they can correct you i always found that talking through what i think i know in a class or in a group setting really helps me uh, recall that information better later when i have to present it or take an exam on it
0: right yeah, yeah this i know we are like, making friends come in guys sorry max go no, ahead no no you're good <laughs> i was going to
2: add on to that like definitely what helps me my best way to like learn is like through talking with others like that's the way I got through media studies is I met one close friend, my friend Bren shout out. Um, we're like, I met him my very first semester. I got super lucky. He's a media studies major. And just every time a test came up, like our studying would be me and him kind of complaining about the class. And like through that complaining, we we're like, Oh, what did, what did they even mean by that? And we'd have to like, relook at our notes and we talk more through it. And it helped us out a lot. Also, when you said CS, I got PTSD to the CS 10 oh. course at UC Berkeley the joy and beauty of computing fantastic staff fantastic staff but your boy is built different <laughs> no. i took brain that class work. In my last semester yeah brain no work well oh i no. took that class in my last semester man and wow that was rough that was a mistake i should have listened to our academic advisor
1: uh-huh.
2: shout out how did how did you do i think i i took the class pass no pass so it didn't matter so, like I passed, okay. but I'm pretty sure if I took it for a letter, it's probably close to like a C minus. Like, it's bad. Dude. <laughs> I regret taking that class. Um and, and that's the most introductory CS class, right? That is like, oh man. Yeah, so that course at Berkeley is like, if you're a CS major, you don't even have to take that class. Like the class is meant for people that are either interested in like doing CS as a major mm-hmm. or people that just like are completely unrelated and just want to see what it's like. Right. And it's not even real coding, right? When you see people coding, it's ones and zeros or whatever ours was like the lego version of that where we had like actual (laughs) illustrative blocks that we put on top of each other yeah like dragons like you know like when you're a little kid and there's that toy thing where it's like different shapes cut out and you have to Uh match the shapes that's like that was the level of the class and your boy had a hard ass time and the staff was so supportive the ta i had kathleen was an angel and she was super nice shout out i would constantly be kathleen. like kathleen i'm going to fail major <laughs> shout out to kathleen dude i'd be like kathleen i'm gonna fail this class and she was like max you ask me this all the time and like i can guarantee you'll be okay and i was like all right but anyways my thing i wish i knew is almost the antithesis of what paul said oh wow okay which is like you you should definitely take courses that like you you want to know more about but you need to have some kind of plan for your Two you're ideally Mm. two years at a community college. Mm -hmm. So when I started off at my community college, my plan was to transfer out in three years, which is fairly normal. Like transferring out in two years is is awesome. It's like the minimum time you can do it, I think, because you need to accumulate 60 units at least. Um so my plan was like, I'm just gonna do three years because I couldn't really afford to move out yet. And I didn't want to push myself too hard academically because I was still working a lot. So I did like minimum amount of units my first two semesters. I took like one class over the summer because I had like, I had my IGETC form. So I had like what classes I needed to take, but I didn't like plan out how many units to do every semester. And because of that, in my second to last semester, I was, you know, trying to figure out my classes and everything last minute because I always did it like, did you guys, when you guys enrolled in classes for a semester, because you do it the semester before, right? Yes. You plan out. Um. Would you guys be set on that schedule or did your schedule change like the first week or two of classes? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I think most I think every I think semester my schedule changed at least one class because I would go in like first day of class and be like, oh man, I did not do this well. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my, my schedule's bad. Or like, oh, I actually didn't need this class or whatever. So it was a similar situation in my second to last semester. And I had a friend there who had been at my JC for like a year or two already. And he was looking at my schedule and he's like, oh, you're trying to transfer soon, right? I was like, oh, I'm going to do another year. He's like, why? I was like, what do you mean? He's looking at my classes like, dude, you could definitely transfer out next semester if you take more units. And I was like, oh, really? And I looked at it and he was right. I had to do, I think like I had to do in my second to last semester, I did 16 units. And my last semester, I did like 18 or 19 units, which was kind of a, a lot. And if I had just had a rough plan, of like you need to be doing 15 units a semester or you could do 12 this semester but make sure you do two summer classes to make up for that everything would have been a lot smoother i would have been less stressed in my last semester so definitely something to keep in mind take classes you want to take but you know have have a rough estimate of what time you want to transfer out if that's even your goal if you're going for your associates hey you 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 have to have some kind of plan too
0: yeah um yeah, my advice for experimenting, like Max said, that has to fit within your overall sort of community college schedule. Make sure that doesn't take away from that. That's that's not good.
1: Yeah, on that same note, too, um, that reminded me of how I did community college kind of weird, too. My first semester, I think I did 10 units, and then I took a three-unit winter intersession course, which ended up actually counting for that previous fall semester. So it didn't show up that I ever took 10 units at once, but in reality, like my first semester community college, I only took 10. Oh. Yeah, but then they don't have, like, a winter session on our transcripts. They just file into fall. So what I did is I did 10 and then 3 in the, s- in the winter. In the spring, I did 13. And then the summer, I did 3 in another intersession-type course, 3-week course. So I ended up looking pretty good at that point, like, on track. And then I still kind of wasn't really there yet, though. If I wanted to take 15 and 15, it wouldn't have been um, the numbers that I was looking for. So I took 20 units, my Ooh. application semester. So the semester that I applied to the UC system and the Cal State system, I was taking 20 units and I had two jobs. So if I had planned better in advance, I probably wouldn't have had to do that. Um, And then when it came to my final semester, I don't think I took, I think I took four classes and they were each three units um, or maybe four units for a couple of them. But had I planned better in advance and had a better idea of what I wanted to do when I got to the application period and out like leading my way out of community college, I probably would not have had to have taken a twenty-unit semester plus two jobs. Right. So, would I, I would I would take Max's advice had I known it at the time. <laughs> it's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Those are the three things that we each had, right? Okay. Yeah, I think we're coming to an end. I mean, I. I if there's any bonus ones you want to add, I think this is, this is now the time. The one last thing that I think I'd add as a bonus is to enjoy this timeline, to enjoy this process. Because honestly, I miss coming into college more than I thought I ever will. It was a really good experience for me. Made a lot of friends, a lot, lot of good memories. And yeah, I, I think I sort of knew this. I wish I had known this when I first started coming to college. That, hey, the next two years of your life. Might seem confusing at first, but this is a good time. This is a good sort of time in life to figure things out
2: and work on yourself.
1: Roger that.
2: And if you don't got a plan, it's all good.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to episode two of the transfer experience. We hope that this episode provided you with a little bit more information about what it's like to be a community college student and things that we wish we would have known when we were community college students. Things that we learned later on that would have been useful or provided us with a good amount of experience and information that would have made our community college experience a little bit easier. So with that, we hope you take some of this advice and implement it into your experience, or if not, that's okay too, to spend these couple of years enjoying your time at community college because you'll never be in community college again. So with that, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope that we were able to help you. And once again, thanks for listening to The Transfer Experience.
2: Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please go ahead and give us a follow on whatever platform you happen to be using. If you're using Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating as well. Five stars helps us a lot. And if you're not going to give us a five star, please don't leave us anything at all. <laughs> bye bye